1: Those experiences have been so important.
0: This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folks' 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts.
2: From BGS, thebluegrasssituation.com, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. Peter and Lauren Limos are the co-owners of one of LA's best lunch spots, Wax Paper Sandwich Company, operating in LA's Frogtown neighborhood since 2015. Now married, they met back in 2012 while working in a restaurant in downtown Los Angeles. Peter cooked and Lauren served. And wax paper evolved from Peter and Lauren's dream of opening a simple yet delicious neighborhood sandwich shop. And L.A.'s taken notice. Their Ira Glass sandwich, named, of course, after the venerable host of This American Life. All of their sandwiches are named for an NPR correspondent, it should be noted. Was named Best Veggie Sandwich by Los Angeles Magazine in 2016, among other accolades. More important, wax paper is the kind of place where everyone immediately feels like a regular, or at least aspires to be one someday, which may have something to do with the fact that it's a pretty intimate place, just 226 square feet to be precise, and music plays an important role in creating a warm and welcoming vibe. I spoke to Peter and Lauren after a shift at the shop back in May.
3: Hi there, my name is Peter Limos, and this is my wife.
1: Hi, Lauren Limos. And we're from Wax Paper, a little sandwich shop on the L.A. River in Elysian Valley, also known as Frogtown.
3: Yeah, Wax Paper is a tiny shop, 226 square feet. Looks like a shipping container. Basically, that's the dimensions.
1: You know, Wax Paper is musically, like we came up with that name partially because of music. Um, It is like wrapping your sandwiches in Wax Paper, but Peter's whole idea behind it too was that Records, wax, records being made of wax, and us being so influenced and in love with music to an abnormal degree. So that's incorporated in that too. Yeah.
3: There's not really a kitchen per se. There's just like a big prep area where we make everything. And then the front area, maybe 50 square feet or something where customers can stand. And so there's not really a differentiation between like where the customers are and the people that are working there, which is why we tend to go back to you know 80s and 90s because that's when really like our customers were kids themselves and so we think it puts them in a happy place to hear a song and it's happened before people come in and they say they hear this song and they say like oh my god I love this song or you know I can't believe you're playing this song right now as opposed to stuff that you know we love like it couldn't just be like one by Metallica all, all the time with guitar solos uh, which I would love, that's the dream for me, but you know, it doesn't really set the welcoming precedent that we'd like um, for customers to come into the shop. Um, usually there's a lot of Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, New Order, Gin Blossoms. Um, Gin Blossoms, Nick Kershaw will come on, which I particularly love, that kind of stuff. We get into the shop around nine thirty in the morning, and Mikey and Ben are usually there in the mornings to get everything set up.
1: Yeah, Mikey is Mikey's our our main man. Man is he runs the register and he's awesome. And Ben, same thing. Also a main man. If there could be two, um, he makes the sandwiches.
3: Um, they usually have music playing, probably some hip hop. Late, lately, they're into sort of underground, intellectual, thought provoking. Hip hop, so that's usually playing when we get to the shop in the mornings and that's usually you know, until we open. Know. That's usually what's what's playing. Pusha T just put out a new album and they've been you listening know, to that you know. in the mornings. This thing of ours, oh, this thing of Her fraternity of drug dealers off. The I um they both really love MF Doom. So they always have stuff on that that uh we lauren and i may not have heard heard of before and it's always cool to see what they're listening to
0: i'll be laughing at the beef is no one body shaming exes only time you said trip is when you binge on netflix reckless running up like yes so listen please all right i like the beat except the snare kicking keys jeez I teach, but
3: I um, when we're opening it really so kind of on depends on our mood if we're kind of gone. feeling really busy i think we generally put on a little bit of probably 80s or 90s nostalgia to make us you know just kind of relax a little bit if we're more energetic then it'll be some more early 2000s like pop punk that we grew up with and love i think the pop punk is particularly relevant to us because that's one of the things that we bonded over when we first started dating that shared love of that music Blink 182 2 is a big one saves the day taking back sunday
1: no effects, less yeah. than Jake, no use for a name, Lagwagon.
3: Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory's going on concert again for like the millionth time. We're actually going to go see them later this month. Um, I think we're going to take Mikey and Ben with us, so that'll be fun. They're
1: both like, they both have that, that soft spot for that kind of music too. They're both super into it, Mikey especially. So my day-to-day is, or my job, if you will, is from a general standpoint, front of the house, Peter's back of the house, um, that's how we met working in a restaurant. That's where we were. And that's kind of what we realized works best for us. And that's those are our fortes. But if you walked in on me by myself, I would be blasting the Emo Project, which is a serious XM station that just centers focus on like Taking Back Sunday and all kinds of emo bands from that time.
3: We just heard of like the newest song. They have a single out called Tidal Wave, which is pretty cool. Um, I like it a lot. It's a lot more... Like rock, straight ahead rock and roll.
1: What's cute, the cute without the e? Yeah, like their their song titles are really obscure. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so long. Since yeah, it was.
3: they were kind of on the first wave of that. I don't know if you remember, like all those early 2000 bands they had like the emo bands always had the the most obscure like paragraph long song titles and it just has nothing to do with the song but they just like made it up
1: right but sometimes you do and you're like "Whoa, i didn't know that was the name of that song you know i'm just referring i'm gonna reference this playlist that we have called it's our very first playlist for the shop and it's west coast pop lock is what we've called it which is uh, the name of a song. A really good song from the 70s or 80s, I think. But this is a funny mix because I think there's 260 songs on here. And, you know, you can hear anything from, like, New Shoes, I Can't Wait, to Billie Holiday, to Cher, to Belle and Sebastian, to Mark Ronson, or uh, Gin Blossoms. But one of my favorite elements of this playlist is Peter Put. I think it was like 60 TV themes that are just essentially MIDI files or like bad, bad covers. Because I think those are so copyrighted that you can't even get the original version unless you like YouTube it.
3: It's awesome when people are in the shop. It's really busy and it's we're playing a playlist. And then it's like Home Improvement comes on, and just I get a little laugh. I get a little out kick out of that. Nowhere.
1: For some reason, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm theme loves to come on, like, and it it'll after always... a
3: moment, after like a Larry David moment in the shop, that that song will come on.
1: Yeah, if we're in the weeds or something.
3: Art imitating life. Before I started getting into cooking, of course, I was like, I had a band in high school with some friends, and I was like, We're gonna, this is it. We should, we should do this. We should make, make this band happen. And then, you know, kind of fizzles away, and you realize other passions that you may have. The name of the band was Imperfect.
1: All right. Shout out Imperfect. Gotta, gotta tell the tattoo story now.
3: And that was the first tattoo I got, which is on my body, and it's, it's very large, <laughs> and it says Imperfect. <laughs> And it was the very first tattoo that I got, and my mother was devastated.
1: <laughs> but the best, the best part is when we went to London for our honeymoon, and we got matching tattoos. Like, just let's seal the deal. Peter asked the tattoo artist if he could add an apostrophe in between the I and the M, so it'd say I'm perfect. And he could. He was so like he was like absolutely not. Won't do that for you. <laughs>
3: it's just like, I'm still gonna do it. So I pretentious.
1: <laughs> We actually have a few matching tattoos. We have Jimmy World lyrics, the same ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, this is heaven, which is not the name of that song. It's the name of the song. Oh, yeah. it is the name of the song. Yeah. And we have an Against Me inspired tattoo. It's it's They have a song called Two Coffins, which Laura Jane Grace wrote for her daughter. Um, but we just find it to be beautiful and, and work for, for our relationship, too. Um, so it's, we have two little headstones that say you and me. And then our other tattoo is also musical. Um, It's Yes, and it's on the back of our arm. And that is actually musical because we did get the tattoo the day after we got engaged. That is true. Um, But we were with our friend Aaron, Peter's best man, in the car. And Peter kind of just said out of nowhere, Aaron, if we got a tattoo, what what would it be? Well, we had just listened to Yes by LMFAO. (laughs) And Aaron just went... It would be yes, like it has to be yes for them, for this, for that. So we all went and got a yes tattoo, and that's that's kind of like the story we that.
3: Originally, um, I guess with chefs and, and tattoos, Early in, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s, like working in restaurants was not what one thought to do with their life. That was not something that you, I want to be a chef. I'm going to go to culinary school. That didn't happen. You got, you were into a restaurant job because you can't work anywhere else. And, you know, you'd been just out of prison and no one would hire you. And maybe you've had a lot of tattoos. Um, Maybe you were like in a motorcycle gang or something. I guess maybe that's a little bit where... That sort of counterculture comes into the restaurant society. But then also now, I think tattoos are pretty trendy and it's acceptable to have tattoos now. Yeah, if you're so a musician if, or if If you're, yeah, if you're, I mean, or. yeah, if you're, if you're creative, it's kind of an a, a outward symbol, I would say, of someone who says, like, I don't, I don't march to the beat of my own drummer or something, sort of. I think that's kind of what chefs and musicians probably have in common. And I I think that's a big reason why those two professions are, have tattoos.
1: I think too, like outside looking in for Peter, I mean, Peter is just, he has to have music on at all times. And I, I mean, it's, it, it is such a huge part of his life. Music is definitely like background for me. I mean, it's a huge part of my life, but I need to always have it in the background too. Like I always need some kind of music if I'm cleaning or if I'm doing something. But Peter will have earbuds or he'll have you know, any way that he can find a stereo or something, he'll have music on. And the way that I see it influence you cooking wise is probably mainly that when you work in the kitchen, there's always tunes. Like you can have music playing in the kitchen because the front of the house has their own music going on and you can't really hear the music in the kitchen. So they'll have this radio on, or they'll have something on. Um, I can't believe you didn't mention Metallica because that's like such a huge thing. But when I see you cutting stuff or and listening to music, it, it is rhythmic. It is kind of like, I think it eases you and I think it helps you kind of like, especially if it's a long day of cooking or something, it kind of just makes you, it helps you turn your it It's a huge
3: stress down. release to listen to some some of our favorite music. It's just yeah. calming. Even if it's aggressive, it's still calming. I think my attraction with Metallica or my attraction with more aggressive music is because I'm—that's not—that's I'm not like that in real life. Like it's really hard for me to be angry or to sort of demonstrate sort of you know more aggressive emotions like that in real life. I, I tend to be more inward, but I think that's my attraction to that kind of music is that sort of lets that stress out by listening to that sort of heavier music I think that's a big part of my attraction to it and it's not bad stress or good stress it's just sort of you know like going through life and dealing with situations when those kind of you know Metallica comes on or something it's just like yeah I feel good I feel empowered I feel like I can you know it's it's gonna be okay we can do this you know
2: Thanks to Peter and Lauren Lemos of Wax Paper Sandwich Company. Stop by their shop in LA's Frogtown neighborhood next time you're in the city. And check out their menu at waxpaperco.com. You can also head over to thebluegrasssituation.com for a link to Peter and Lauren's shift list, including all of the music you heard on this episode and more, or stream it on Spotify by subscribing to BGS's playlist. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including marketing guru Joseph Klingel, social media director Justin Hiltner, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for Roots Culture, Redefined. If you love The Shift List, please leave us a review or rating over at iTunes.com slash Shift List. And also be sure to check out BGS's ever-growing collection of podcasts up right now at the bluegrasssituation.com. The Shift List is a part of the BGS Podcast Network. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.